0: In this episode of 92I Talks, the Today Show's Natalie Morales sits down with Al Roker to discuss her debut cookbook, At Home with Natalie: Simple Recipes for Healthy Living from My Family's Kitchen to Yours. The conversation was recorded on April 16, 2018, in front of a live audience at New York's 92nd Street Law. Right,
1: well, I'll sit here, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Hi everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I know a lot of friends are in the audience, so thank you so much. And all of you are here tonight, so you're all friends of ours. That's right,
0: <laughs> because you're here and you paid. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's Al keeping it real. Uh, you know, there
0: you go. Uh, so you see, yes. you're real friends, not like those Facebook friends. Yeah.
1: Whatever We have too can. many of those, right? That's right.
0: So I'm, I am so excited about this thank book you, because Al. I've, gosh, as long as I've known you, uh you yeah you know, we always talk about cooking you know, yes. we, uh, yeah because I get
1: a lot of my cues from Al yeah. Al is the best home cook
0: well i i like to I like to burn a pan or two, as my grandmother used to say <laughs> uh, but, but so i mean and you've you've always cooked and you've yeah you know you 're so close to your mom, you know, who is a great cook as well. What was the impetus to to actually do a cookbook
1: you know, I think it was a lot of that, and to me, you know the title at home with Natalie really is. This is a reflection of, of who I am, and a lot of that I feel is a journey through food. I'm Latin, so if any of you, anybody Latino in the audience, I mean, we live through our from Latino Latino audience We live through our celebrations and through you know through our feasts. and I grew up since I was about four or five year old, five years old, standing by my mom's coattails and just wanting to help her. And I'm one of three girls. I'm the middle, if you couldn't tell.) <laughs> middle children. They get a bad rap. Um, But yeah, so it was always one of these things where I watched my mom. I learned through osmosis. So I've loved to cook. To me, the importance of it, though, really is sort of honoring my family. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of these recipes are recipes from my years living overseas. Uh, My dad was in the Air Force as well. um, So I lived in Panama, Brazil, Spain. So everywhere I've lived, there's a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of taste and culture from those places, because I feel like you don't really get to know people until you've sat down at the dinner table with them and you've mm-hmm. broken bread with them. And, and that's what home means to me. I mean, living all over the world and having experienced so many different cultures and traveling as a journalist with the Today Show, we're so blessed that we get a chance to experience incredible places. And if I can sit down and have a meal wherever I am and learn from the people that I'm talking to, that to me is sort of a window into their soul. Mm -hmm. food to me is is sort of that and I know you you're the same way yeah
0: I mean I love I I, nothing fancy and that's what's great about uh, you know the recipe in this book it's you know it's it's not gonna take you you know eight hours to do stuff and and you know all this equipment and things you know I mean it's it you I did you work hard at making keeping it simple
1: I did. I mean, I think that was the primary goal was to simplify. In fact, as part of the title, simple recipes and healthy was another thing because a lot of the foods that I like to cook and you know some of those comfort foods can be not so healthy. Um, so health is and wellness have always been sort of my passions, as you know. And so I found Natalie's race. a
0: cyborg. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you ever, I, you know, I, I remember I, we ran a race together, and I and run is a relative term. <laughs> when it comes to when i ran a, a a race my daughter said to me dad uh what did what did the snail say on the turtle's back i said i don't know what sweetie wee and that kind of is the difference between but but, but you, you i mean you really practice what you preach when it comes to health i
1: do and i and i think you know and that's the other goal is you know this it doesn't take a lot i think to put a healthy meal together so part of the goal was To show people that, hey, I'm a working parent. I'm multitasking like everybody else. I'm pulled in so many different directions. But yet, you know, you can pull it off at least two or three times a week. You can sit down as a family and do this if you make that effort. And so, you know, I hope it gives people an opportunity to try new things, try new recipes, but also experience a little bit of the food journey that I went on, um, you know, having lived in these different parts of the world
0: we all, a lot of people have smaller kids, young kids. Uh, Your boys are getting older now. But I mean, part of the problem when you're trying to cook is you've got kids who are finicky eaters. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I know about that. You mean my white food only child? (laughs) He's the chicken nuggets, french fries. uh, Yeah, rice. That's about it. Um, But yeah, it's, I think that's that's the hardest part. And mm. I still, I'm not going to lie, like I've tried and I've tried with him. But Josh, my oldest, is a great taste tester. So mm. he was great and my husband was fantastic. Um, but there is a whole chapter in the book about you know family favorites and it mm. re- is, you know the the easier, fun things that everybody loves, like chicken nuggets, but healthier chicken nuggets. There are a lot of things in there that I think hopefully uh, people will enjoy, and their kids will like it too.
0: Like today on the on the Today Show, you cooked for us uh, in the eight o'clock hour, and I was kind of you 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 let off with with a red meat dish with a steak.
1: A grilled chimichurri soy steak, yes, yes, which uh, is delicious. It's a little bit of the Argentinian meets my Brazilian um, influence and inspiration. And um, my sons love that. Mm -hmm. They're big steak eaters. So that, I have no problem getting them to eat red meat. Um, But I also think what's great is I have a lot of I have a couple of vegetarian friends in here too, and they actually inspired me to find new recipes and to find ways to make different things. And so many vegans, and of course living in California, the kale capital of the world, has a lot of gluten free and mm-hmm. everything else. so i've I've definitely um, you know, and being that person that I am the cyborg, as you say. <laughs> I like to find ways to challenge myself and I think you know finding, different ways to incorporate grains and proteins mm. and vegetables. That's, that's the, the hard part, I think, is finding new ways to make them taste different.
0: What, what food trend annoys you right now? I mean, you know, because I- am so for,
1: over the kale trend. Are you yeah, over I the mean, kale? Well, I mean, I do love kale.
0: You like the kale.
1: I like the you kale. You have a love-hate with the kale. What's your, what's your, what's your hang-up with food?
0: Well, I think it's past now, but I'm not, I think it's safe to say I, I was getting tired of going to restaurants where everything was foam. You oh know? yes, the foam. We went to
1: a restaurant once in yes. L.A. Yeah, and I was like, "When's the real food coming?" It, what, what is this? It was, <laughs> everything was just. Psh, it was like a science experiment. Yeah, there's
0: foam and there's little things and it's spuma. like. Spuma. Come oh, on.
1: Spuma. What is that? It's, you know? it's true. That to me is not good home cooking. It's hard to do that. I admire people who spend hours trying to figure out the complex chemical interactions between food, but I mean, it's. I need a meal.
0: <laughs> I know. Just come on. Just <laughs> slap it down there. How do you? How how have your tastes changed over the years?
1: Uh, I would say um, I think I'm much. I'm eating a lot less red meat, mm-hmm. and I'm eating a lot less protein in general. I think I'm eat less meat and animal proteins, and I think this trend that this is what everybody's doing now, the vegetarian, and trying to incorporate a little more vegan here and mm-hmm. there. So it's, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I think the vegan thing is, is very hard for me to do. Because yeah. I do love my dairy. But uh, I love my cheese, especially with my wine.
0: <laughs> but, but, but wine is vegan, isn't
1: it? Wine is that's the best. <laughs> yes. When somebody tells me there's like wine is not allowed, there's no diet that should not include wine. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I think that's just part of life.
1: Yes, it is. It's, you know, you have to enjoy the finer things in life. Do you? Do you
0: sometimes get annoyed when you and you're in in, in L.A. Yeah, uh, the whole uh, uh, when you when you're having a dinner party, you've got to cater to like in New York. Yeah. I mean, you might get a, a vegan here or there, but for the most part, everybody eats everything. Do you
1: remember L.A.'s story and Sarah Jessica Parker when she orders her coffee of a half to a decaf calf with a twisted lime? And he's like, "What's your name, Sandy?" With the little star in the eye on the top. (laughs) I was like, "I was like, that could be LA." Yeah, yeah, it definitely go around the table.
0: People who have different (laughs) foods and problems and issues. Yes.
1: Dinner's not supposed to be an issue. It's true, but you know what? New York is like that too, though. Don't you find that?
0: I don't, know, I don't know those New Yorkers. This
1: is the East Coast, West Coast. They're not hanging I in your kitchen. They're not coming to my house.
0: I had a guy once come in, and I had made this fantastic, like, three-inch bone-in ribeye on my grill in the backyard. And, I got, and the guy asked for ketchup. Oh. And I oh. said, I'm sorry, but no. He goes, I'm a guest in your home. I said, not for long.
1: Are you one of those, if you say, I want it well done, though, you will not do it? No, I won't. You, see? No. I see won't. i have a problem with your type
0: well, i don't care
1: i was gonna say in france my one bad we're not experience, in france my one bad experience as a little kid uh-huh. is they kept bringing the meat it, it was rare right. and i'm talking like blue rare mm-hmm. like bleeding on the plate right. i was like
0: full pittsburgh
1: it yeah i couldn't i was like i can't and and so my dad had them send it back and then finally the wa- the waiter came out and he's like i'm so sorry the chef this was like three times that the meat went back the waiter came out was like, the chef refuses to do this to a beautiful piece of meat. So he takes the meat and he's like, I will do it for you. And th- so the waiter went back and, and cooked it a little bit more. But it's still. You sounded a little Italian. I don't know. I was an Italian friend. <laughs> You're the guy with the accents. By the way, sure. Al, give us the little Irish accent that you have. <laughs> Well, I tell you, lass. I, I can't help it. Anyway. Al can play any part. I'm not, as you know. In fact, I'm the Black so Irish.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Al is amazing. He may have a role on Broadway soon.
0: Well, we'll we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll, see. See. we'll, we'll, see. See. we'll uh, see. To be continued. So when you started writing the book, yeah, uh, was it, because when I wrote my first cookbook.
1: And you've written uh, a lot of books, 11 books now.
0: I, well, they're mostly coloring books. But it's, a, uh, uh, but it's it's hard to write a cookbook. It's not as easy as people think.
1: It's so true, because I think from the time I pitched it about five years ago, wow, and then all the transitions in my life and moving. And I was writing the book as I was in the process of moving, not stressful at all, from East Coast to West Coast. and. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't I mean, of course, you know, there's the recipe testing mm. and you know that you've got to time things. But I'm one of these intuitive cooks that like I like to just experiment and OK, this flavor will go great with this. And let me add some more of this. So to have to do the same recipe like three times over. And I did have a great recipe tester and Volklein, mm-hmm. who helped me test everything and helped me You know edit as we went along Uh, but it is one of those things people don't tell you it takes a lot a lot of work next time I mean by the way Al's new book tons of research went into this too so that's not any easier I know but but if if
0: nobody nobody reading my book could die of food poisoning (laughs) (laughs) thanks Al I just say if, if you didn't have a recipe tester which you did that's the that you know. There are a lot of a lot of cookbooks. The te- they don't test the
1: recipes. Oh yeah, no, you have to test. Uh, yeah, you have I, to, I don't care who you are. I mean, it's. I know.
0: there's, somebody, you, we there's know. somebody we
1: know. We <laughs> know, we do know, who shall not be named. That's right.
0: <laughs> and the, the recipes aren't always tested. hmm And so anyway. And they
1: do not work out when you try to make them at home because I know. <laughs> well, well,
0: I was gonna. What were there any recipes that you you know, that you liked that you thought? And then when you went to test them, they didn't made that didn't make the book because they didn't actually you know stand up. I
1: think it was anything that got a little too complicated or maybe too many ingredients that were foreign ingredients mm-hmm. if there was anything like that if it went beyond like one page of ingredients I was like okay that's you know we got to simplify the whole idea is simple healthy recipes from my home kitchen to yours so so that was the goal. So I think there were a couple of things that we thought about. but then I was like, mm, it seems like I'm trying too hard, might be a little too fancy. Like, let's let's keep it to what it is. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be an at-home cookbook. So hopefully people will dig into it that way and, and try some of the things. There are, you know, there's a lot of Latin food in the book because being Puerto Rican and Brazilian, um, there's a lot of uh, Brazilian and Portuguese food in there, and as well as French and Greek, um, Chinese, just from places that I've been to.
0: I was going to say, when yeah. you, in, in your travels, I mean, look, there were your travels as as a kid and with your dad as a you know a member of the military, but then your your travels for work. Yeah. Which what what are those? stand out, the, the, the work travels as far as your food? Uh,
1: I'll never forget, uh, well, Dubai.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dubai is Las Vegas on steroids, if you haven't been. It's incredible. It's beyond extreme everything. Um, and just a really interesting, you know, the the influence of a little bit of Middle Eastern with Eastern cultures. It's just, it was very interesting to see um, how they infuse flavors there, and I, I loved that. But I would say, besides my years in Spain, which I think the Mediterranean in general, mm-hmm. and in Greece when we went to cover the Greek Olympics. I mean, how many great meals were they just bring you the fish to the table and say, pick your fish. And you're like, wait, the one with the eyeballs? I don't know that I want to eat that guy. He looks too happy. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, and the tomatoes taste like fruit. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I, I would say sort of the Mediterranean diet was my my diet. That's one of the greatest
0: yes. things about our, the, uh, we yes, are blessed jobs. with this job, uh, our jobs, that we get to travel
1: yeah. and,
0: and not only experience cultures, but I mean, we've eaten some great meals. Yes. On the company What about dime. you?
1: Yes, on the company dime is the key. Uh, what so about you? What has you been know, now?
0: I remember we, uh, we weren't expecting a lot out of Torino when yes. we went to, you know, we, everybody dis- described it as the Detroit of Italy and, and I, I don't mean that disparagingly against Detroit, you know, but. They do was, have a
1: lot of car manufacturing was, was in car Torino. Manufacturing. There's the Fiat yeah, factory. So right? so which,
0: and I own a Fiat, so there you have it. Uh, but we went and it was, un- the food was Incredible. unbelievable.
1: Incredible. And that was
0: really my first time really drinking wine.
1: I was going to say, that was Barolo country, yeah. too, which introduced me to a whole, unfortunately very expensive, <laughs> Barolo wines are beautiful, but... Yeah. I
0: think that's where you actually became a professional wine drinker.
1: I think so. I perfected my skills, Oh, that all goes back to my childhood in Spain, where my parents would allow me a little bit here and there, you know, when in Spain. <laughs> That's the saying. <laughs> Mario and Penny, he knows them well.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to see some of some of Natalie's dad's home movies. Oh my gosh! They're the best. Oh, what, so fun! When you're, how proud is your mom of you? You know, with this book.
1: You know, and, and that was that was really the goal is to honor my family, and so many of these recipes are hand me downs, and. And so I was at a wedding this weekend with them and she was like, Natalie, this is like she makes it makes my heart so proud. And and, you know, it just I think for them, it's the ultimate paying homage to our cultures. Mm-hmm. And I told Hoda today, I was on her radio show, her mom is an incredible cook, makes the best baklava ever. Yes. And I've told Hoda a couple times now, you gotta learn that recipe because that's one thing you will always have that will remind you of your mom. Thank goodness her mom's in great health. Sammy's incredible. But I'm like, it's that one thing that you can pass on and your family's always gonna have these memories. To me, food equals memories. And I've so many, you know, so many of the, the dishes and recipes in the book come from childhood memories and just trying to recreate some of those memories. So writing the book was a little bit of a journey down memory lane.
0: When you look back, and I, I know and my, my mom used to make the, the greatest mac and cheese.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and then I remember she was getting up, a little, uh, getting up there a little bit. I remember I said to my sister, I said, didn't this used to taste a little better? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, Ouch. And, and Harsh my, critic. And my, no, but my mother said, she goes, You know, I realized you're not worth that effort. (laughs) (laughs) This this is what I grew up with. So Uh,
1: what have have you made of your moms that you've made? The
0: the mac and cheese. mac and cheese. uh, You know, we're Caribbean, so uh, uh, peas and rice. Nice. uh, Or hop and john. uh, Cornbread. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, everything that my mother would make, you know, around the holidays, especially, yeah. or a special occasion, that was, that was, uh, to me, one of the touchstones. Uh, you
1: have her, is it her skillet? I have her cast
0: it, iron skillet. You know. And it's, it's seasoned still It's seasoned. I mean, it, it's one of those moments, you know, the, every time I take it out, I think about her. She's been gone a few years now, but mm-hmm. uh, I always remember that, that skillet. And uh, so uh, I, I, I agree with you. That's yeah. the this is the gift, and you know, there's there's going to be something that Josh and Luke make, you know. For
1: I don't know about that. <laughs> I, think so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I hope so. I mean, I think Josh is more interested in cooking than Luke. So mm-hmm. yeah, here's to hoping. What is try. What is, it, I what try. is, he, what is I he working? Say. What does he make? Josh, he makes eggs, so <laughs> pancakes, is, look, baked he'll, goods. he'll
0: never go hungry.
1: He'll be the baker. You know, so. uh,
0: hey, a nice omelet, a, yeah. good, a, a frittata.
1: Right. A frittata. Meanwhile, you have a daughter who's a, re- a cook. I'm my like, oldest, a my chef. oldest
0: girl is a, is a cook at Google. Yes. So every time you click, thank you for paying for. Her. Uh <laughs> It's really fantastic. <laughs> The, the, how did you decide? I mean, you, you have to amass this number of recipes. Mm-hmm. How would you decide what made it and what didn't?
1: Again, yeah, simplicity was one of them. I think, um, did this have a significance to me? Mm-hmm. And then also, some things I, I don't cook as often, but yet, you know, like pork, I don't eat a lot of it. But uh, my publisher, who's here, said, you might want to have a little more pork in there. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> can't go wrong with pork. But
1: yes, no, I do. I do. I love like lean loin, and so I think for me it was trying to find ways to make it the way I would eat it. Mm-hmm. So I did do that, and uh, I think in terms of figuring out what didn't make the cut, it was it really came down to is this something that either is means something to me, mm-hmm. or is it something that I could really see myself eating over and over again, you know? These are recipes, a lot of them are recipes that I make personally day in and day out. So they're things that I do over and over again.
0: That I was gonna ask you, I mean, you've, you, I've known you since 2006 here and you've been in New York and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people I don't think know that you didn't start in in, a way, in television. I mean, your background was more of a business background.
1: Well, it's, yes, it's interesting. I mean, out of college, even though in college I was a journalism major and I had internships, I couldn't find a paying job in journalism. So I uh, I actually went into um, banking for two years at Chemical Bank and then it became Chase Manhattan. But I knew that ultimately my heart and my passion was gonna take me back to journalism. And so that was a two year program. And at the end, you could choose to stay in finance and go into another part of the bank or go to business school. And I was like, OK, here's my exit strategy. Time to go find the job that I'm really going to love. And for me, it was, again, it goes back to growing up as an Air Force brat, moving every couple of years. I had to do something that allowed me those opportunities to see the world, meet great people, tell good stories. I mean, that's journalism, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's what we do.
0: Yeah. And, and so you're, you're based on the East Coast. And as you, you know, you got married and you had your family. Mm-hmm. You, do you find you cook? differently on the west coast as Definitely. opposed to the east coast
1: well everything is a little bit fresher maybe because it's not being shipped cross-country mm-hmm. organic really is like from the farm so i shop a lot at our we have a great farmer's market on the weekend so i go there and i shop there and, and buy straight from the farm and i think the flavors are just brighter fresher so i use that as my inspiration a lot and and i you know i I think my kids their palates have also expanded. Mm-hmm. I mean Josh was the pickiest kid growing up and then all of a sudden we move out to California he's eating avocados, guacamole, he's like sushi, yeah, bring it on. Oh, I want the, you know, the real weird sushi like the stuff that that like sea urchin I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> stuff that can <laughs> kill. He's doing you. it. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So, you're you're out in in California yeah. and look, I I, I joked about you being a cyborg, but you're you know, you're fairly you're a good, healthy, athletic person. Your kids are into sports. Yeah. Your husband, Joe, is athletic. Uh, I mean, they really are disgusting. Uh, thanks, South.
1: Thanks, so, it was
0: so darn healthy. But what do you, when you want to kind of let loose a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, besides drinking, uh, <laughs> what's, what's your go-to food to like just like splurge and go a little nutty?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, wine, <laughs> Again. Uh, but we said that, yeah. um, cheese, a yes. lot of bread, mm-hmm. uh, carbs, I'm like a carbaholic. Yeah, carbs, anything, anything with starch and sauce and lots of pasta. I love a great fresh pasta. OK,
0: so let's yes. take it one step further. You've killed a guy. Uh, <laughs> you've been wow, convicted. Really ta- OK, you're on death row.
1: Okay, my last meal. Your last meal. We're down to the last meal. Down to the
0: last meal. Oh. What's your last meal?
1: My last, I mean, New York pizza. Since I've been to LA, I honestly have to say that's the, that has been the biggest disappointment. I cannot find a good pizza place. Really? Now. I, I mean, I'm talking, Have I just want to, Ray's pizza. I'm like, <laughs> is that the best pizza in New York? I'm but which like, Ray? <laughs> the, the 20th Street Ray. I don't know. Um, there's not like a Patsy's pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I mean, there is. there are a couple good places, but... Mozza? Uh, that's good. But the, the wait to get in, you got to know somebody. I know Al. <laughs> Pizzana, there's uh-huh. a new place. But that, it is hard. It's hard to find just a place that delivers really great pizza. Ah. That's more it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my kids, they're like, I miss pizza.
0: Good pizza. Okay. Good what's pizza. your? What's your? And what about dessert? What would be your?
1: Cheesecake. If I'm gonna stick with it, New York cheesecake. hmm Yes. Do
0: they do cheesecake in L.A.?
1: They do, but it's, but it's probably made out of with tofu. kale.
0: <laughs> A kale crust with tofu. <laughs>
1: Takes the fun out of it, right? <laughs> what about you? Last meal? Uh, it would be.
0: I think it would be. A, it would be a bone-in ribeye, mm. um, a grilled or roasted broccolini. Um, I'm really. I, I don't know I, I don't know is broccolini new i don't know i i've, I've just started seeing it at first i, I just thought broccolini. this is really skinny it's like broccoli. tortellini yeah yes it's like it's just like emaciated broccoli <laughs> uh but it's i baby. yeah but i uh i'm, I'm <laughs> great i'm killing baby vegetables uh but i, I like i uh, would roasted broccolini uh some good steak fries and for dessert a really great a uh, warm apple Ooh. cobbler oh. with, uh, with, with 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 some vanilla ice cream. Is everybody cream
1: hungry? Who on, ate here on, on tonight? Top. Good, that would be the last
0: meal, so <laughs> be worth killing somebody
1: uh, Here's Here's a tip. Al, tell us, everybody, if you fly a lot, Al never turns down the ice cream. No,
0: Why? I don't. My, my theory, you know, look, I, I, flying for work, We um, we're very lucky we get to fly first class. So usually, you know, especially if you're going to L.A., or back, you get they offer you an ice cream sundae. And my feeling is if this thing goes down. It's true. I passed on the ice cream sundae in the yeah. hot fudge.
1: <laughs> I'm not, you know I'm Every not, time I turn down the ice cream card, I'm like, I would be shaking his head. That's right, my, now. come
0: on. No, oh and you know what? I'll have that fresh
1: fruit. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Oh, and the cheese platter while you're at That's it. That's right. You know what? Somebody's not gonna. There's some
0: healthy person behind me. They're not gonna. Have, just let me have That'd the be cheese. me. You could have mine. and the ice cream. Come
1: on. But you've eaten. You eat healthy. I try to. You're I mean, very healthy. My here.
0: kids. Yeah. My, uh, you know, uh, my wife uh, falls into the uh, the Natalie uh, cyborg, uh, cyborg category. category. She does. Uh, she's always real, like. She keeps posting these videos on Instagram of her running. I said, "You look like you're a hostage who just escaped." You know. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, nobody looks happy running. You know?
1: Is she training for
0: something? No, yeah, she's, she's not just... training. Like, why? Why are you running? You know, but uh, you know. But Maybe she's she, running from you. She's running from me. She's trying to escape. You know. <laughs> but I've got my own version of the Secret Service that drags her back. Um, it's uh, look. I I I believe that. You you cook well right. and you use great ingredients, which you you strive in this. You Definitely. Really stress in the book. Yes. That you know, it, it, goodness in, goodness out.
1: Absolutely, and I, you know it's interesting. We were, I was talking this morning to somebody about the book, and I was like, the the one vacation I went on where it was like I think we went to Rome, and it was like pasta every night, and then you know just followed by delicious desserts. I'm like, for sure, I'm coming back five or ten pounds heavier. You actually, I actually lost weight, and the lesson is. Is that they're, you know, th- the best ingredients, it's fresh pasta, nothing's processed. And that's truly, I mean, not like we can eat like that every day. Sure. But the more you attempt to eat that way, it is cleaner. And I think your body just digests it much better.
0: Mm. Who's your, uh, if you were uh, going to emulate any one chef, mm. is there anybody you could put your finger well, on? Well, John it? is
1: a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think she's a very, you know, she, she cooks very simply in that same way with healthy ingredients. And I always find, I mean, she's, she's just so easy and relatable in her approach to food. So for me, it's, it really is that. And she's the same, cooking for a, a daughter who, you know, probably not as picky as my kids. Definitely has her, you know, her, her daughter, Jade, is, is brilliant. Yeah. She's already cooking in the kitchen. Um, but yeah, I would say, and well, I mean, I love Ina. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a goddess. Yes. Yes. What about really. you? Uh, you know,
0: I like I like Bobby Flay. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm Mar- Marcus Samuelson uh, is another. Brilliant. You know, who's a, a terrific guy and, and a great chef. Uh, you know, uh, there's, a, uh, a, there's a
1: guy named Al Roker who Al. has how many cookbooks? Too. Great cookbooks.
0: Too. But I, I really do believe in, in, in simplicity. Yeah. Uh, just like uh, I remember going to your backyard in, in Hoboken. You know, yeah. You had the great grill, you know, mm-hmm. and the, obviously. And, and gr- that's the beauty of grilling. It's it's very simple and for the most part, you know, relatively healthy because yes. you're not putting any sauces or anything
1: off. If you're it. my husband, though, you are not a good griller. My I have to, like, be on him. What? What do you he's, mean? He's one of these guys that, like, Okay, it's still not done. He walks away, has a glass of wine, and it's like 10 minutes later, have you checked the meat? Oh! <laughs> you go back, and it's charred, which is not good for you. No, that's bad. <laughs>
0: charred is bad. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I did not know that about Joe.
1: Joe, he has to be monitored. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, Natalie and I would have this conversation at work. I'd hear her on the phone with Joe, because Joe was yeah. getting the kids out to school, and uh, what is... Oh, she oh, with cards? cards? Is that what you? Cards. Or, oh, oh, I, I wasn't sure questions. what. They, oh, questions. Oh, you're writing oh. down questions. Okay. Okay. I just saw that. Sort of, see, I'm like a. I'm. I'm very. Guys are very much like like your dog in that we see something, <laughs> um, some sort They're of motion, you down. and we're squirrel.
1: <laughs> that, that doesn't work with husbands though, if you're trying to get them to listen to you, right? Yeah. Well,
0: no, that's what. <laughs> that's our defense mechanism. Squirrel.
1: Squirrel. <laughs> Somebody must be saying something other than what my wife is saying.
0: Uh,
1: please. Deflection. Uh, um, well, before we get to those questions, let's talk about the book. This is number 11 for Al, The Ruthless Tides of the uh, tragic epic of the Johnstown Flood. Um, you have written, this is your second nonfiction. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: wow. Wow, they had them oh, there and they come out here.
1: There. Great. <laughs> That's amazing. Why, I mean, and this is, I mean, you look at one of the most, and it's still the deadliest natural well, yeah. disaster in the United States. Yeah. It, it 2,200 people killed, $17 million, wiped out an entire town.
0: Yeah, a region of, of, of Pennsylvania, southwestern Pennsylvania. It, it, it's one of those, I mean, people still, you know, you say the the, the great Johnstown flood, and mm-hmm. and and people have this notion about what happened, and it's, it's really a tragic story of, of uh, literally the one percenters uh, who, back in the day, some of the titans of industry, including Andrew Carnegie, wanted a, a, a lavish, beautiful, serene uh, okay. uh, a getaway. And they decided, oh, we, we should have a lake. And so they dammed up a river, uh, and, and without going into it too deeply, they, they did not. Uh, uh, construct the dam correctly. And, uh, and people were worried that someday this was going to give way. Oh, it can't give way, it won't give way. And of course it did give way. And 200 million tons of water came rushing down and wiped out four towns at, in the span of about two hours. And uh, yeah. it, it, to this day, it, and it led to the rise of uh, a young woman by the name of Clara Barton, who had just formed an organization called the Red Cross. Yeah. And the Red Cross was tasked. It was the first major uh, deployment of a civilian relief force uh, in this country. So uh, it, it, there's, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, class warfare. There's a lot a lot of talk about. And and ironically, there are parallels to today.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because why is it important to look back in history? And it seems like you can make those same parallels to. Well, you know, big weather events, natural disasters, exactly. people warning you this could happen. And,
0: and as we see a, a, a rollback of environmental protections, uh, as we see a rollback of zoning requirements for wetlands and, and uh, marshlands and coastal uh, floodplains, uh, we're going to see more of this happening. Sixty percent of our, our our population lives along the coast. Uh, in the United States, and uh, with uh, rising ocean waters uh, and more extreme weather events, you know we're we're going to have we're going to have problems. And mm-hmm. uh, so that this is, I think, in a way, those who don't learn from history's mistakes are apt to repeat them.
1: Yeah, and uh, and why? I mean, you've written, as we said, cookbooks. Mm-hmm. You've written novels, um, fiction. You've and this, uh, these books. Where, where do you see your, like, how do you figure out what you want to write next? I don't know.
0: I just kind of, you know, whatever yeah. strikes me. I, I, I love to read. Uh, and like yourself, a lot of what you do is to please your parents, you know, uh, although mine are both gone now. For example, I wrote the murder mysteries because my mom was a big mystery reader, Aww. and uh, and I thought, oh, let me do something to please. You know, and and as even as a kid, I used to love Sherlock Holmes. So, yeah, you know, I got to indulge, scratch that itch. Uh, I've always loved to cook, so we did the cookbooks. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, and I so I've written about. Kids and parenting, and uh, the 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 most dangerous book though was the one I I wrote with with my wife Deborah, uh, because (laughs) what did you learn about? Well, I learned I learned we decided (laughs) to do it kind of he said she said. We each had a chapter. Uh, well, we, each chapter was a premise, and Deborah would write her part, and I would write my part. Okay. And what I realized is, my wife didn't read my part. Uh, it because, became a she
1: said, she well, said?
0: Well, no, because when the, when the, uh, the printed galleys came back, uh, she said, you know what? In a couple of these chapters, I come across as a little bit of a bitch. <laughs>
1: Note to did, self, don't did, write a book with did, my husband. Did, did you read the book? <laughs>
0: yeah. So that, that was, uh, but we're still together. <laughs> that worked out pretty well. How
1: many years now? Uh, it's, uh, we're going
0: on 23 years. Oh you bet. Amazing. As the old joke is, yeah, but 17 of them happy. No, Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we've got some cards from you folks. Yes, some questions. thank you. We don't have any names with these, so don't worry about it. Uh, what's the one ingredient you can't live without? <sighs>
1: one Wine. ingredient. Yeah, well, that but that's like a side ingredient, right? But even so, that's definitely there. Um, I would say probably butter. Mm. I love butter. I love me some butter. It's not so bad for you. People who want to put it down, bring the butter back.
0: Bring butter back. It's
1: better. It's better to have the full-flavored butter. None of those, you know, butters better. Butters, Butter yeah. better. Butter better. What about you?
0: Uh,
1: well, butters. You butters? like bacon.
0: I like bacon. Bacon oh, yeah. is, you know, bacon is like butter. bacon. It's bacon, you know, and and uh, I and you can you can use it as a flavoring for many different things. Yeah. Uh, in, in in a lot of households in the South, uh, uh, there were, you had a bacon fat. Like, uh,
1: my mom cooks with bacon yeah, fat all the time Yeah, you know, they had a little yeah.
0: coffee can to the side and you would put the bacon drippings in she there she
1: makes her Brazilian rice with the bacon, yeah, fat, the and bacon and fat it just makes everything I made.
0: Better. there was a recipe in the New York Times cooking section this past winter
1: uh-huh. for
0: uh, uh, bacon ginger snap cookies oh my gosh they were good? fantastic really? wow yeah, that's right I went through six pounds of bacon uh, this is a good question how important is planning ahead
1: very important. Um, I would say, you know, if you can be a weekend warrior where you either figure out or plan, um, this is just going to make your life easier. Now, that doesn't mean you can't make a meal on the fly because I think a lot of the things in the book, you can make a meal on the fly. I've got my clean out the fridge pasta, mm-hmm. which was that. My, my husband's like, oh, let's do some pasta. I was like, okay, let's see. I've got this vegetable and I'm going to put this and this and this and this. And it became, it's one of our staples now. But I do think in order to be a little bit healthier about things, if you do have an opportunity to be inspired by what you buy at a local farmer's market, um, that's how I kind of determine, okay, I'm gonna buy these vegetables and I'll make my pesto for the week mm-hmm. ahead or I'll make my red sauce. Um, I think it just, it's it's easier for you in the long run right. if you plan ahead. Do you plan ahead?
0: I try to uh, yeah. and I try to have like certain staples in yes. in in the in the pantry, in the cupboard, you know, like crushed tomatoes, you know, pasta, mm-hmm. canned tuna, a good quality canned tuna, you know, things like that, so that you know, if you're in a in a bind, you can always mm-hmm. make something, you know, especially. Do you make the, and
1: freeze sometimes. I too? do. I,
0: yes. I Here's the thing.
1: Yeah.
0: I I and, and it, it drives Deborah crazy because of the, all the noise it makes. But I am I got this about two years ago. I got a vacuum sealer.
1: I got one of those, too. Oh,
0: it's the greatest thing. See, I
1: never use mine. Oh, man, it's fantastic.
0: (laughs) I mean, you just you make double, especially like if you're doing a chili. It's true. You know, you make a double thing of chili, and you you vacuum seal that. You know, sometimes I vacuum, just for fun, I vacuum seal one of the kids, you know? See how long they'll keep. It's great. It is handy, uh, though, for
1: like if you go to Costco and you want to get like the big packs of the steaks, the fillets to vacuum. Who goes to Costco, you or Joe? Me. Yeah. No, No, Joe
0: doesn't. You go.
1: Yeah. Although L.A., there's not a Costco near me. So, yeah. So Trader Another, Joe's.
0: See, I love going to the Costco.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the it, Costco. The Costco
0: or the <laughs> BJ's. Either one. You know, you go and it's and we get into a fight because everybody- But are
1: you getting ten things of toilet paper yes. every time you go? Yes, we've had yes. We're in a New York City. But this is a big fight in my house too because my husband is the same. He's like, I will go. I'm like the bulk shopper and I will save. I think I'm saving. And he's like. You just spent six hundred dollars on what? Toothpaste and toilet paper to last you a lifetime. Hey,
0: you know what? <laughs> toilet paper doesn't go bad.
1: And it never runs out. That's and never
0: you're... I my we got into a fight about that, my Deborah yeah. and I. And I said, you know what? Okay, fine. Is this in I'm the a, book? It's it is in the book. I said, fine. I'm not gonna buy any. And then, sure enough, about three months later, I heard, where's the toilet paper? <laughs> Sorry, we're out. <laughs> But you've got the paper in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's
0: the most complicated dish you make?
1: Most complicated dish. Uh, probably uh, there's you know Brazilian feijoada, which I don't know oh, what is it. that? Brazilian feijoada is black beans. And it's it's a black bean, but in Brazil it's made with a lot of pork parts and bits Lots of bits. Pork. What's bits. the
0: difference between pork parts and
1: bits? <laughs> do you know what bits I'm talking about? I'm not sure. We're talking like the hoof bits and. The oh. Bit. Yeah. That's so. I don't do that. I don't make it that probably, way. Probably. Probably hard you? to find that in L. A. No, definitely not. <laughs> we go um, go up to so the that's Whole Foods. Let me have I, some. Let me have some pig hoof. Look, I respect people who use every part of the animal, Good though. T- I mean, tip I. Snout to tail. Yeah, they do snout to tail, and though the ears, I mean, I don't need to see an ear either, but. Um, but I think there there is a lot of, you know, soak the beans, the black beans. But now with the crockpots and the, mm-hmm. the pressure cookers, you can do all of that. Do you place.
0: have an Instapot?
1: I, I'm addicted to my Instapot. I've I'm held that on the Instapot. People. You have one?
0: Yeah. I, no, I don't. I've, I've, uh, I, I just got the Instagram, okay. so I don't know. You
1: can... <laughs> I'm not kidding. There are people who make cheesecake in the Instapot. Really? You can, the dessert thing, it's on Instagram. If you look up Instapot, there's so much Instapot love. You can saute. You can braise. You can steam. You can pressure cook. You can, I, I'm like an Instapot salesperson here. So. Wow. <laughs> what do you, what's,
0: your, what's your go-to Instapot uh, recipe?
1: Probably my black beans. Ah, there yeah. you go. So it makes life much easier, and I don't put all those bits in there. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe
0: we've answered bed. this next question. Yes. Uh, what utensil... And which pot pan can you not live without?
1: I think my cast iron skillet. Mm -hmm. Can't live without that Dutch oven also. Yep. Um, And a good spatula. Ah. And good knives. Yes. But you don't need, and and I forget, which chef was it who said, you don't need like 20,000 knives? You need three knives. You need, yeah, you need like a paring knife, you need a really good like butcher knife, and I I would say you probably want the scissors, Mm -hmm. the poultry, you know, shears. Um, Yeah, but you don't need a whole drawer full of knives.
0: Place because of then, yeah. if there's a fight later. Anyway. Uh,
1: Back to the Costco.
0: There you go. Uh, is there a trick to getting fish right?
1: Well, I think going to, if you have the luxury of going to a fish market, great. If not, like go to your grocery store, ask when they make their fish deliveries. Mm-hmm. You know, I know by me, our, the place that we get our fish from comes in on Tuesday. So I will buy on Tuesday, or I will wait till I go to the farmers market on the weekend, mm-hmm. and it was caught like that Friday. Sure. So um, yeah, I think you just have to ask yeah. and and make sure that you're getting it what's as fresh favorite, as possible. What's your favorite? What's your favorite fish? Um, I would say cod mm-hmm. or a good sea bass. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. They just absorb flavors really well too.
0: Mm-hmm. Does salt get a bad rap?
1: Ah. Uh, yes and no i think we tend to over salt foods mm-hmm. here in the u.s um there's so many other seasonings that you can work with that are just as flavorful if not better i've been using a lot more spice i think just in general maybe being in on california you know chili blends and a little bit of lime in a little bit i mean a zest of salt i don't mm-hmm. think you need to over my, my youngest luke is Known for this, like he'll they'll serve a plate of pasta and he'll just take the salt shaker and ch 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 ch, ch. I'm like, have you even tried it? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, try it first. He just uh, just puts a whole shaker on it. What do you think? I mean, do you get a? Uh, you know, I. Uh, do you over salt?
0: I don't think I over salt. I I like to, uh, like when I make a steak, it's just salt and pepper, you know, and that's
1: the best that's, kind of steak there is. There
0: is that's it. Yeah. But and and you know, or, or I like a nice flake sea salt to finish mm-hmm. something at mm-hmm. you know after you've cooked it like a, a sea bass or something
1: Something like, like a good Himalayan sea yeah, salt too exactly. on pasta ooh, yeah
0: a, or on uh caramel you know the and, sea or salt. on bread yeah mm-hmm. oh ooh, now this is an interesting one okay if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive
1: ooh. who would it be Ooh, anyone yeah well, Jesus. I mean, I guess that's everybody. Well, especially if you
0: invite a crowd. Uh, One um, loaf of bread, a couple of fish. Thanks. Take care of the whole room.
1: Um, maybe Princess Diana, too, would hmm. be. Yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking royal wedding coming up. and mm-hmm. I would just love to know... Um, you know, how, how proud she is. I don't know, as a mom to mom, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. What about you? <sighs>
0: um.
1: Hey, Martin Luther King. I was just going right. to say, Dr. Yes. Martin Luther
0: King, just to get his take on where we are right now.
1: And how, if we've come yeah. you know, as far as he would have liked, yeah, which yeah. would be no.
0: I think yeah. that's a safe answer, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, here's a question. Oh, this is a statement. Uh, Reminder: statement. At Home with Natalie is available for signing <laughs> for sale, and Natalie will be signing copies after the talk.
1: And I should point out, Al's book is, is coming not available out. yet. It's, it's coming out, by May 22nd. May 22nd. May 22nd. Um, and uh, so while
0: you're cooking in the kitchen re- with Natalie's cookbook. You can be reading my book. Do you
1: ever do the audiobook versions? Have you done that? Uh,
0: I didn't do it for this. Deborah yes. and I did our our audiobook and one chapter is from the point of view of our kids. And did they? And they, voice they did it? it. Wow. And it was funny, my son Nick, who, you know, he's got some learning issues. And but he went through and before we started to read, he goes, Leela has more lines than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my very boy. Smart kid. That's right. Yeah. You know? And then Leela wanted to know if she was getting paid.
1: <laughs> There's a theme here. Yeah.
0: I sense a theme. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, but gee, uh, and maybe you could pay me back for your upcoming college education. <laughs> and she's won't now get in into Paris. So <laughs> she's in Paris. She's doing her first thing. Living the good life. Paris. Yes. You know, and I'm going to send her this cookbook.
1: So Fantastic. Especially
0: they, have a, they, they live in an apartment, so they're cooking.
1: Good. Yeah, so. Along with all your cookbooks. Well,
0: but this, this is not about me. What's the one thing you want people to take away uh, from this book?
1: You know, I just want people to, to spend a little more time with the ones they love and having a good meal, good conversation. To me, food always leads to great conversations and just great memories. Enjoy the memories you create with each other. To me, this book really is about creating those moments and memories in your life that, um, you know, they far outlast anything else. Jobs, life changes, wherever you are in life, it's the people in your life. And I know a lot of them are in this crowd, so I su- thank you so much for your support and your love. Um, it, it means a lot to know that I've created so many memories with people that. They want to be here to be a part of this. So I thank them.
0: <laughs> All right. And we thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: And we're going to have Natalie sign yes. some books now. May 22nd for Al. <laughs> thank you,
1: my dear friend. Oh. That's awesome.
0: Thanks great. for listening. 9 y Talks is supported by a generous endowment established by Daphne Reconati Kaplan and Thomas S. Kaplan. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and find more great conversations at 92yondemand.org.